Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth, where we're exploring all sorts of business topics. Experts from around the world join me, your host, Diane Helbig, for a conversation where they share their expertise with all of you. Take what you need, when you need it. Featured on Inc.com, Forbes, and MSNBC's Your Business, this podcast is recognized as one of the best podcasts for small business, sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, Accelerate Your Business Growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. My guest today is Jody Brandstetter. Jody believes everybody can be an influencer in their industry through being curious. Now, we all know that curiosity is my favorite topic. Anyway, uh, curious to continue to develop their skills and expertise and curious to become an author and influencer. Jody helps business experts become authors and gain authority in their industry. She's the CEO of Influence Network Media, a hybrid publisher and media company. Thanks so much for being here today, Jody. Thanks, Diane. I'm so excited to be here. I am thrilled to have you here. Um, I wasn't kidding when I said, you know, curiosity is probably my favorite word. Um, so <laughs> love uh, that, that you're on that uh, road as well. Um, I want to start just, you know, with just some foundational questions. And my first one is, tell the listeners why entrepreneurs should have a presence online. Really, you want to have a presence online as an entrepreneur because people need to find you. They need to be able to see what you do and how you do it and for them to really believe that you're the right person for the opportunity that um, they you know, may need you for. So it's so critical to have a presence online, to have a solid brand, and then also really feel comfortable with a stage presence too, like speaking and engaging your you know, potential clients. So it's just, it's a must to have a presence online and it's a must to make sure that you have a solid brand to back up that presence. Okay. And, and um, like the big thing we're talking about today is repurposing content because a lot of entrepreneurs will say, okay, I can be online, but I don't have time to be, you know, creating all these posts and, and doing all of these things. So talk about why repurposing content is so powerful for a busy entrepreneur. Exactly what you just said, Diane, because you're busy. There is so much that you need to be doing as an entrepreneur. I know I'm a Jill of all trades for my organization. So I'm, you know, doing payroll. I'm, you know, doing social media. I'm, you know, actually doing the services that my clients ask me to do. And so if you have an opportunity, like what I have today with you, if I can repurpose this content and use it for three, four, five months, down the road to share with the audience that I'm working with, or I'm hoping to work with, it's really going to keep the impact of you being out there and engaged, but you're not having to, you know, kind of recreate the wheel every time you want to push something out, um, out there to show your credibility. 
So it's really important, you know, when you are going to say yes to a podcast or say yes to writing an article or a blog, that you are strategic with what you're writing about and you're strategic on how you're going to push that out to the world so that you're using multiple platforms, but you're using the same content in some ways. Okay. That's so great. And can you like give an example of when you've repurposed content from a podcast? Cause I thought that was a great example. Yeah. I love this because I think that it's a, it's a wonderful way to repurpose because first off, you know, you're on a podcast and you're able to connect with maybe an audience that you've never connected with. Um, so the first thing is really highlighting the podcast that you're on and getting people excited to hear you on that podcast. So like the first thing you can do is, you know, know, share a different episode of the the podcast that you're going to be on before your podcast comes out. And then just talk about, you know, how awesome that that episode was, right? Then, you know, once you have the conversation, all of a sudden, all this amazing content's coming out of your mouth while you're talking. And so you can start writing down notes and saying, oh, this could be a really great Uh, blog, or this could be a great blog series, or, hey, I want to make sure when this gets out that I'm pushing it out to all my social media channels. Oh, by the way, hey, Diane, do you mind if I have some of that audio so I can create my own audiograms and I can highlight not only your podcast, but myself on your podcast? Um, As a podcast host, I'm always shocked that my guests don't want more stuff from me (laughs) to highlight the podcast episode because I would love for them to do it. It's a win-win situation. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, you can, you know, take this conversation and write an article, write a blog series. You can, you know, push out social media content to highlight the actual episode, to highlight the blog, to highlight the article. You could do a little mini video series about some of the items that you talked about on the episode, connect them back to the actual podcast. Um, So TikTok, I love TikTok. We're learning TikTok right now. So I can do a really quick TikTok and then push it back to my YouTube channel. Um, But all I'm doing is saying that I'm talking about the exact same thing that I'm talking about on the podcast, but in different ways, different formats. Wow. Okay. Um, I love that. And, and what's so interesting is, you know, so you mentioned TikTok, there are so many ways to be able to repurpose content. And when you said the thing about the audiogram, you know, I started thinking, you know, there's so many ways to just not, not, it doesn't take a lot of time. Like there's programs that do it. I use audio burst where it'll grab snippets. It'll grab like little bursts of the content. And you can go look at them. And as long as you like them, you can create an audio or a video or both of that snippet of that episode. Absolutely. I mean, I love that audio burst. I'm going to check that out because I I use Phantom and I can do um, transcription and I can highlight pieces while I'm in a a Zoom session. And so that's one way that I do it. Um, Ah. You know, so but I love I love hearing about these new tools. And I just wrote it down. I'm like audio burst. Learn what that is, because it is there. I'm going I have to say that when you repurpose content, 
it still takes time, energy, and effort, but sure. it doesn't take as much yeah. when you focus on one piece of content and you repurpose it versus, you know, doing this podcast. And then I do an article about something completely different. And then I post something on social about some other topic I'm discussing. You know, I think that um, it just really keeps you focused and hone in on really the topic you want to talk about. And you're just gifting it to your audience in different versions. Yeah. Is it okay to use um, the same content on multiple channels? Yeah, I think so. I do. You know, <laughs> I mean, it, I think that it's important to use some of the same content because there are people following you in different channels. Now, um, I would say, like for example, TikTok. You know, it's very specific, right? What you're supposed to put on TikTok. So I'm probably not going to try to put what I put on LinkedIn on TikTok. However, I will absolutely repurpose my TikTok video on LinkedIn, 100%. And I absolutely repurpose my TikTok video on my YouTube channel because YouTubes are trying to do this short video content. And so it's really important to kind of keep some of that consistency, but you might, you know, on LinkedIn, right. I might not just share my TikTok video. I might put a little, you know, blurb about, you know, why I did that TikTok video. Mm. And, and so I'm adding additional conversation to the same message that I'm putting out. Um, so there's a couple different ways to do it, but hands down, I repurpose on all channels. I, you know, I gift this to the world. Honestly, I was just talking to a gentleman and he's like, if you watch Disney social media channels, they are nonstop advertising for their movies, for their shows. It is okay to be, you know, putting out a lot of content because other people do it too. That's so great and very liberating because um, I do it. And, um, <laughs> you know, then you hear people saying, no, it has to be original. And so I'm like, okay, that I don't have time for, you know, I'll take the time to do this. Exactly. But- exactly. I mean, if one, if, as a solopreneur or a small business, you don't have all these people around you who are going to be able to support you and put all all this amazing content out there. If you do, then yeah, you should be, you should be providing new content consistently because you have a team who can do so, but you have to be smart. You have to work smart as a solo entrepreneur or just a small business. You have to figure out what works best for you and do that. Don't, you know, recreate the wheel or be like, I have to be like this entrepreneur because that entrepreneur does X, Y, and Z. No, just be you. Like one of my favorite things to say is do you just do you Yeah. and, but do you and repurpose what you do? Yeah. I I'm so with you on that. I, I think that is um, really, really uh, realistic and important and helps people Uh, realize the things that they can do. Have you ever found yourself scrolling through financial news and wondering, how does any of this affect me? How can I read a major headline and truly understand what impact that has on not only my portfolio, but my life? Well, our goal on the podcast Inside the Street, hosted by Wall Street analyst Sela Shifre Partners, is to provide public investors and young professionals with a deeper understanding of the mechanics that drive those major headlines. And what better way to dive into these mechanics than hosting Wall Street analysts themselves to discuss the newest trends in finance firsthand? Well, on our show, 
show, we bring you real perspectives from the front line. Hearing these analysts give commentary has made our listeners much more well-versed on the financial markets. This approach to discussion allows our listeners to engage in conversation with much more educated opinions and predictions. So be sure to check out our show, Inside the Street, wherever you find your podcasts. Imagine how fast we could solve the world's biggest problems if more SaaS startups would gain traction sooner. Welcome to the Tech Entrepreneur on a Mission podcast. This podcast is dedicated to sharing experiences from B2B SaaS CEOs who are going above and beyond to deliver change that is noticed. You will hear their secrets and learn what is required to build a SaaS business that the world starts talking about and keeps talking about and how to overcome the roadblocks to do so. Um, however, having said that, so, so we're talking about, um, you know, what we should do, what are the not to do things when you're repurposing content? Not to do is, you know, one of the things I I talked about is not using the channel appropriately. And so you're putting content out there that actually doesn't match what Mm. that channel is supposed to do. You know, I think the other piece is that um, for me, I reuse and repurpose, but I'm not going to every week post the same content over and over again. So I'm I'm really trying to be specific on what I'm pushing out so it doesn't feel redundant in the way that it just feels like you're posting the same thing over and over and over again. So, you know, like one week I might, you know, just do a graphic with the podcast episode and just talk about how much fun I had talking to Diane. And then the next week I'll probably put something that's more of like a blog related piece. Then maybe I'll do an audiogram, but I'm not going to do that exact same post over and over and over again. So I think a lot of people will just use one piece of content and repurpose that one piece of content to the point where your audience is like, oh my gosh, I've seen this so many times. Will you stop? I I get it. I get it. You were on that podcast, Jody. Stop. Stop telling me, give me something new about that podcast. So I think that's the other big piece is don't just use the same thing over and over again. You have to use a different format, a different tool to make it unique and different. That's that's great advice. Thank you for that. And do, do you have any resources um, for people on how to make it easy or inexpensive? Yeah, I love free stuff, Diane. I am the cheapest person you'll ever find. So a few things that I really enjoy using Um, I enjoy having a social media scheduler because that helps me with, you know, taking, I like blocking my time. So I might, you know, do a two hour block after this podcast and kind of strategize on what I want to do, build the content around it. And then I'm going to put it in my social media scheduler. So it's being posted out for the next three to four weeks, right? So I use Simplified, which you do have to pay for it. There is a charge, but it's a pretty inexpensive one. Um, and I'm able to put my um, put all my information on, like I can, I can upload my YouTube videos to that. Um, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of that, you know, you can put all, you know, within um, that piece. And it also has some analytics um, that you can use, you can store your content um, there. So it's a, it's a pretty nice tool. I am 
a huge advocate of Canva.com. I heart Canva probably a little too much. I'm in it every single day. Um, But I love being able to put together beautiful graphics. Um, You know, I love being able to, you know, go in and make a video for TikTok and then be able to then change the format to a YouTube video, right? Like it gives you that ability to kind of reuse and then make it different sizes. So there's a free version and a paid version. I pay, I think it's like $120 a year, totally worth the money. Um, So that's another one that I absolutely love. Um, so those are like my, my two go-tos when I'm thinking about repurposing content. Um, I use HubSpot for my CRM. So my blogs go through there. I, you know, all my emails, everything goes through HubSpot. Um, and there's some automation there that I really love because I love to provide some sort of freebie or something when I'm posting this information connect to connect it to what I'm doing. Um, so that, you know, as a business owner, I get an email and then I can add you to my email list and I can start talking to you all the time. Right. So, um, you know, HubSpot gives me those capabilities as well. Those are, those are terrific. I too love Canva. I don't think I've ever looked at simplified. So I'll have to take a look at that. Um, it it used to be postfitty.com, which was one of my favorite things to say was post fitty. Um, and so they actually just got acquired by simplified. So it's a brand new, um, technology for me since, um, the, the social media schedule I was using was bought. Um, but one of the reasons I, I went with post fitty at that point was that it had a LinkedIn scheduler. And so I've been doing this for a while and some of those didn't have scheduling for LinkedIn. And that was so critical because that's where my audience is. So, you know, I really needed to find that tool. And I think that's what, you know, Diane, the curiosity that we talk about is so important because we love Canva, but there are five other platforms out there that do the same thing as Canva, probably more than that, right? Find the one that works for you. Be curious enough to research and find what's going to be best for you. Don't just always go with what Diane and Jody says and and go to canva.com, you know, go find what's going to work for you. Just like simplify or there's Hootsuite. I mean, there's so many different ones, but I guarantee there's something out there that's going to work for you. Yeah, that's right. That that's a good point. And really important because everyone has their favorites. Everyone has the thing that they think is just perfect for the world. And that's not necessarily the case. You got to find what is what works for you. And for me, I can say, I have to go with what I can wrap my head around, you know, what is like the easiest thing for me to understand, because I'm not going to take a lot of time to try and figure it out. Exactly. If you're not passionate about social media scheduling, You don't want to get the the hardest one out there to use. You want it to be user-friendly, you know, and I, and I think that's it, right? Like, you know, I'm like super passionate about my CRM right now. I'm, I'm learning everything I possibly can about HubSpot. Someone else might be like, you know, I need something that someone else either can do for me. I can delegate or something where I just have to push a couple buttons if things happen. Yeah. So yeah, you really just have to figure out what level do you want to, you know, get your hands dirty. Um, and then, you know, what's going to, what's going to work the best for you and, and how you think or how you learn and, and all that fun stuff. 
Right. Cause then you'll do it. Otherwise you're really not yeah. going to. Yeah, absolutely. I can't tell you how many times I've bought technology and I never used it. And I'm like, Me why too. am I wasting? Yeah. Why am I wasting my money on this? It sounded good at the time. Yeah. <laughs> it really did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I always tell myself too, that I'm going to schedule time and do those things, but yeah. Yeah. And story. I- And I think that's the other thing too, when you think about repurposing content is be realistic, you know, don't put, don't put down, you're going to repurpose content in 10 different ways. If you know, you're not going to repurpose it twice, you know, do it three times, get a feel for it, see if it feels comfortable for you. You know, so I think, you know, a lot of people probably also think like, oh my gosh, I have to now be on TikTok and LinkedIn and yada. No, you don't you know, pick what works for you, but definitely take full advantage of every opportunity that you get to speak or to be in media and, and make sure that your audience sees it. So however that works for you, that's how you should be repurposing your content. I'm so glad you just said that because that was going to be my next question. If someone's just starting out with it, you know, what, what is your advice for, um, making those moves. So that that's terrific. Thanks. Yeah. And I think if you are starting out, like maybe like step one is, you know, absolutely pushing it out to social media, finding the easiest way. If that's, you know, just linking it to the episode, if there's the graphic you want to use or, um, you know, however you want to do that. Um, you know, I definitely, that's the first piece. The second piece is to make sure that you have a media page on your website so you can highlight that episode and that you're there because that brings that credibility to you and people can see it on your website. And then, you know, those are would be like my, like do those two things. Those are the must. And then from there, figure out, you know, does my, you know, client, my avatar, do they like reading blogs or do they go to YouTube or, you know, how do they um, take in their media, their news, and then start to branch out from there? Perfect. Wow. Jody, this is really incredibly valuable information. Thank you so much for joining me and sharing it. Thank you, Diane. And I've absolutely enjoyed this conversation as well. I'm so glad. Will you tell the listeners how they can find you and anything you feel like they should know, please? Absolutely. So you can find me on LinkedIn. That's my favorite social media channel. And you can put Jody with an I, Brandstetter, put as many T's as you want in there because that's how many there are. And you can also find out more about Influence Network Media at OvernightAuthor.com. Great. That's terrific. Well, as I said, thank you so much. And listeners, thank you. You are who we're doing this for. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, a production of Evergreen Podcasts. Discover more episodes of this podcast and explore others at evergreenpodcast.com. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And if you're looking to get your sales strategy headed in the right direction, pick up a copy of Succeed Without Selling on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Don't you know that you're a grown up? 
I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. Alright, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) Right.